Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the process of spring. Spring will officially arrive in one week. This is based on a mathematical calculation that establishes the exact moment when the length of night and the length of day are equal. This is called the spring equinox. The spring equinox itself is fleeting, lasting a matter of hours, because at this time of year, length of day is increasing rapidly, giving us three to four minutes of additional daylight each day. But the spring equinox is not the same thing as spring, because spring is a process rather than a moment. Our ancestors viewed spring as a process to be marked by a gradual awareness that the earth was waking up as certain plants began to bloom, certain animals awoke from hibernation, and certain birds returned and began to sing. In England, for example, spring was considered to have arrived when the hawthorn bush came into bloom. So when does the process of spring begin? Over the years, I've been keeping track of the process of spring as it unfolds here in my woods. I start becoming aware of the possibility of spring in February, when the chickadees, who have been here all winter, begin singing their territorial songs, preparing for the mating season to come. By the end of February, there is a noticeable increase in the amount of daylight and a change in the feel of the air. Also, the pussy willows are beginning to bloom. I discovered this one day many years ago as I was out snowshoeing and happened upon a brook at the edge of the meadow. There, hard to spot against the snow, was a stand of pussy willows, their soft grayish buds opening up beside the ice-covered brook. By early March, the red-winged blackbirds arrive, perching on the dried goldenrod stalks, scouting for seeds in the bare patches in the meadow left by the melting snow. They sing Fogarty and flash their bright orange epaulets. Many consider the robin to be the harbinger of spring. But some robins have been here all winter, sheltering in the woods. When spring begins to melt the snow on lawns and meadows, the robins leave the woods, and others return from southern regions and begin flocking in great numbers, making them much more noticeable than the meadow-dwelling red-winged blackbirds. Besides the birds, the trees and plants also begin waking up. The sap starts to flow, and we can tap the maples and birch to make syrup. And all of this, and much more, has been happening before the astronomical start of spring. The yellow coltsfoot flowers begin to bloom along the stream edge, even if there is still shell ice on the water. The coltsfoot is still is soon followed by the pale yellow lily-like flowers of the wild oats, the brighter yellow clintonia, the deep red wake robin, and the delicate white Canada mayflower that now whitens the forest floor instead of the snow. Soon the red maples bloom and drop their scarlet flowers onto the drifts of snow that have not yet melted. And then one evening the peepers begin to sing on the edges of the vernal pools. 
Before long the hermit thrush returns, singing its haunting song. And all of this happens before that pale green haze settles over the hills and fields, announcing that spring is undeniably here. And where among all of this awakening is the equinox, the official start of spring? Given all that has already happened out there in the woods and meadows, does it really matter? The earth and her creatures are awakening anyway, regardless of mathematical calculations. And even we humans can sense that spring is arriving as we ourselves awaken to the process of spring. How do you know when the process of spring has begun? Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley. 